0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Coco Studio Chats. Thank you so much for joining me. And this week is a little bit different from my previous five episodes because it is just you and me and my coffee. <laughs> um, if you guys have listened to the first five episodes of my podcast, you would have known that I've usually been sitting down with someone pretty incredible, pretty inspiring. And pretty much having a chat about their lives and sort of their careers, which honestly has been so much fun to do. Um, my first five guests have been some amazing women that I've really looked up to for most of them. And well, some of them I've just met, others I've looked up to for years. So, you know, being able to sit down with them and just being able to ask you know, questions that kind of have always been at the back of my mind, like, oh, I wonder what that person thinks about this or, you know, it'd be interesting to have this person's opinion on this. So it's, you know, starting my podcast has been so fun and I have no regrets doing it and I'm so, so glad I did it. However, of course, the big thing that has impacted all of us is the coronavirus. And obviously for me personally, I've been very, very grateful in that, you know, I'm still having clients and I'm still having a bit of a, you know, income coming in. I'm healthy. My family's healthy. And that's the main, um, you know, that's the main thing that I'm focused on. Um, but of course, with my podcast, I can't really meet up with anyone at the moment to record episodes. Um, someone did say like, oh, why don't you just record over Zoom? But To me, like, recording a podcast episode is a lot more than just that. You know, it's a lot more than just recording a podcast episode. Like, you know, the first five episodes, I got to go to these people's, you know, studios or even homes, uh, home offices, and I get to just connect with them. And for me, that's almost one of my favorite parts of actually recording the episodes is being able to meet up with that person and, you know, chat to them beforehand, you know, have a bit of a life update, see how they're going before actually getting into the recording phase. So that is why I'm sort of staying away from doing Zoom podcast episodes. But you never know. I don't want to say I will never do it because I might, you know, because I never know how long the self-isolation rules are going to last. But, you know, for now, it's just me and my coffee and yeah, I'm going to do a bit of a life update. And I did um, pop a question box on my story yesterday. So I'm going to be going through some questions. There are actually some really interesting ones. So I'm hoping you guys will get to know me a little bit better before hopefully having a lot of future episodes with some really, really cool guests. So obviously, the big thing that everyone's talking about recently is the coronavirus Um I won't talk too much about it just because it has been about over a month now of this topic non-stop every single day. Um, all I wanted to say was that I hope you guys are staying very safe and healthy um, and happy. You know, like I, I think it's quite underestimated how our mental health can be quite impacted by this pandemic of, you know, being stuck all day at home. Like I have my best friend's mum is such a you know social outgoing extroverted person she's literally seeing friends every day and for someone like her I I assume how much it's impacting her to just being stuck inside four walls all day but I think also the important thing to remember is that we are lucky to have most of us a safe and happy home to be confined in you know people you know can be in a lot of worse situations so yeah, I think I'm just happy to, to know that everyone that I love is safe and happy. And I hope you are in the same boat. Um, my sister actually came to Perth on holiday. Um, she arrived on the 15th of March and was only meant to be here for two weeks. And she's still here. And it's been over a month now. So what happened is Mauritius actually closed their borders even to their own citizens, which is not great, not great at all. So my sister, my brother-in-law and my niece um, are sort of stuck here for we don't really know how long, but it has been super, super great to have them around and spend more time with my little, adorable Naomi, who is almost two now. Who knows? She might be here for her second birthday. Oh, it's crazy. It's crazy. I really could not have imagined being able to spend, you know, like my 22nd birthday with them and even spending Easter with them. It, it, all of that stuff wasn't actually planned. So it has been so, so good to to spend time with them. Um, and also I wanted to catch you guys up on my business. My business, I've been so happy with how things are going. It's crazy how as soon as you hundred percent start believing in yourself and as soon as you really start putting in the work it's crazy how you know doors just seem to start opening for you like I know that sounds a bit weird I'm not saying that I've just been handed a bunch of clients on a silver platter like not at all but I remember like November last year I was such in a creative rut I had zero motivation to do anything I wasn't you know I literally was not working on my business at all and the thing that kind of got me out of this rut that I'm very very grateful for was my first client this year um a lovely uh client from Mauritius that I've actually completed the project now and we are waiting for her business cards to come in the mail they are currently being printed in Melbourne Anyways, so when her project sort of came up and she got in contact with me, something about, you know, I don't know, I think it sort of sounds weird, but I feel like the stars aligned and I just sort of got this, my like, I got my spark back pretty much, as cringy as that sounds. I feel like I got my spark back and I instantly just put all of my soul and heart into this project and I started building my Instagram back up and, you know, I had someone else come up to me and it's crazy as well how much of an impact other people's belief in you can have on yourself. I think I feel so grateful to have a few people like that in my life that really believe in me, that push me and that motivate me and without them I probably wouldn't be where I am right now. So yeah, feeling very, very grateful for all of that. So I thought it'd be really fun to answer a few questions that anyone might have wanted to ask. So I popped a little question box on my story yesterday. So I'm going to go through some of them them now because there's actually some really interesting ones. So the first one I got was tell us your creative process from inspo to finished product. So I think that inspo really starts with getting a really great understanding of the client, you know, of their project, their business, who their target audience is, like what tone of voice they want to have. All of the branding strategy is where I really draw my inspo from, obviously, as well as any images that the client might might send over, any kind of logo references or color palette um, ideas, anything like that. And then I pretty much always start, I guess it does depend on the project because some clients might just want a text logo with like no images nothing else just plain text but to be honest that hasn't so that hasn't happened so far so what I usually do is start with a fresh and blank piece of paper and a pen and I just get out all of the ideas that are in my head I usually have my mood board in front of me while I'm doing this Um, so the mood board is a like mixture between images that I might have found and images that the client might have sent me um for inspiration for the project so I'll have that on my computer and have my pen and paper and just yeah start sketching out ideas and then I mean this question can take quite a long time to answer so I'll just sort of I'll just round it up as quick as I can but basically after that um I usually try to move all of my concepts onto the computer. So I'll open up a new Illustrator document and start vectorizing all of my ideas and then just start playing around with all of them, really. It's a few hours of just literally playing around, seeing what could look good with what, um, making hundreds of adjustments and trying to flesh out the best ideas. And then from there, I would send three concepts to my client. Um, And see hopefully that they love either one concept to go forward with or maybe two. And then I will refine two or one concepts. And yeah, kind of go back and forth for a bit with them about their feedback until we have the final product. So yeah, it's a lot more complicated than that. But I thought that was the only way to kind of sum it up pretty quickly. Somebody said... Where do you see your business in five years? I think I would like to still be just me. Like what I mean by that is I don't think I want to hire anybody. I think I want to just keep it as just me, myself and I. Um, I think, I don't know, I think that way you kind of have full creative direction. Like I definitely could see myself maybe doing like a mentorship and maybe hiring like an intern who is maybe studying graphic design because that's something that I would have loved to do is to actually work side by side with someone who runs their own business because at uni they kind of really emphasize the whole like oh go work for an agency go get a full-time job at this brand agency or that or that but the sort of work for yourself start your own business scenario isn't really talked about that much compared to getting a full-time job which is totally fine like I understand why my tutors did that but I think for someone who is leaning more towards working for themselves um, that could be really fun but otherwise my business in five years I hope I have a constant flow of clients Um, I really hope to be selling things i really want to have an online store um where i can sort of create my own little passion projects and hopefully make that into a revenue stream that would be really really good um next question where would you no sorry would you move states or country for your business um i really don't think so purely because for those who don't know i was born in mauritius and I actually moved to Perth in 2008 when I was about 10 years old. And when you move country at such a young age, it takes a lot of time to build up that community community aspect of life where, you know, you have all your different friendship circles and you have your local spots you love to go to. And it, I remember that something that just stuck in my mind was when I was turning about 17 18 19 and starting to go out to clubs or go out to restaurants and kind of obviously you know you have your driver's license you start going out more and honestly majority of the time I would go out I would always run to run into someone that I know and that for me was the moment where I realized like I have built a community in this you know in Perth um Because that's the case in Mauritius, you know, everywhere you go, you will always run into someone you know, and there's such a charm for that about me when I go back there on holiday, because that just proves like how much of a community there is. So when that started happening here, I was just becoming so, so happy with with that aspect of my life. So I just think that I wouldn't really want to have to start all over again somewhere else to try and build that same community aspect. And I don't know, there's just so many exciting things happening for me in Perth. Like I don't feel the need to have to move anywhere else. So I don't think I would move anywhere. Let's see. What were your name considerations? I think she means for my business name. um, Because for those of you who... Well, pretty much I had two name considerations back when I was still in uni. Um, We actually did this unit called Design for the Future. Where... That was pretty much it. You had to design your brand for your future. So, the name that I went with originally was Designed by Co. Even though at uni I was tossing up beho- bef- um, between Coco Studio and Designed by Co. <clears throat> In the end, I went with Designed by Co. Co um, is my nickname for those who don't know, and Coco as well, which is why I also had Coco Studio as an option. I just thought Coco Studio sounded so cute and it just rolls off the tongue and it rhymes um and visually it just looks good because they're both kind of short words um but yeah I ended up going with designed by Co. and earlier this year I decided to change it over to uh, coco studio which probably was the best decision ever because I'm so much more happy with this name it's so much more flexible it's more attractive it's I don't know. It's just a lot better. So those were my only two name considerations. I've tried both and I'm sticking with one. Someone said, good luck. What's your favorite part of your job? <laughs> thank you so much. She said, good luck, because I was saying on my story that I was a little bit nervous about recording this first episode. So thank you so much for your little word of um, motivation. You're so sweet. So what's your favorite part of your job? I think... Being able to be a part of such an exciting time for my clients because most people that come to me are just starting off their businesses. I mean, I have had a few that have already an established business and they want to rebrand. Even that is just super exciting because, you know, they want like a new, fresh feeling. But for those who are coming to me, you know, with their brand new business, it's just such an exciting time for them. And the branding aspect of it to me is probably the funnest part um, for the client as well, because this is what is really bringing their business to life, you know, is the colors, it's the logo, it's the illustrations, it's the, you know, their Instagram, you know, highlights and Instagram posts, all of that builds their brand identity. And it's just my, all my clients are always so excited. They're like, I can't wait to see your logo concepts. Um, You know I'm so excited like so I think that's my favorite part of the job is just being able to be a part of such an exciting journey for them just makes it really exciting for me as well and that's the same even when I've done a few wedding um, invitation suites Um, same thing you know such an exciting part of their lives for my clients that are getting married so again probably my favorite part is being a part of that journey and that excitement stage. Someone said, how did you know you were passionate about design? This is quite an interesting one because, well, I don't know. I instantly flash back to year seven when, you know, you had to like make posters like with your assignments. I remember I had this one assignment where it was like, create a poster about what dream job you want to have. And my dream job was obviously not a graphic designer. I think it was a chef and a receptionist I don't know why as a kid I was just obsessed with being a receptionist if either one of my cousins from Mauritius are listening right now they would know this because we would just you know play this game all day of having our little diaries and our phones and pretending to be receptionists um, which is so random but so yeah we had to make these posters in year seven and I remember I was like putting so much effort in the design aspect of how the poster looked and my tutor, not my tutor, sorry, my teacher would be like, Coralie, you're so creative. Like, you're going to be a designer one day. And I didn't even know what that meant. Like, I didn't really know for a while that graphic design was actually a career. Um, so sort of after high school, I had no idea what I wanted to do, where I wanted to go. I had no sort of, what's that word when people have, a career that they are drawn to. I think it's called a vocation. Maybe that's the wrong word, but like a calling. I never had like a calling of like, I want to do this. So what I did is I literally had um, all of the uni's courses opened in front of me on my computer. I had, you know, UW, Murdoch and Curtin, all of the courses they offered opened and literally graphic design. Well, at the time, the bachelor was called creative advertising and graphic design, was the only degree that seemed like um, enjoy not enjoyable but like enticing and attractive to me so I sort of just fell into it that way and as I started my degree that's where the passion sort of began and I that's sort of where I knew that this was what I wanted to do Um, how many plants is too many never there is never enough plants Um, How do you decide how to price your work? This is a really interesting question. Um, I personally love it when people are transparent, you know, about money. It's always a bit of a taboo subject in the creative industry, but I don't really have an issue talking about it. Um, I actually advertise my prices on my website just because, to be honest, that kind of attracts clients that are serious with working with me so you don't get the old oh can you do a logo for 50 bucks no um so how do you decide how to price your work I pretty much base it on three things which is value experience and time and if I had to order those three in most important number one would be value number two experience and number three time I just think value is the most important thing because honestly, I hate judging price on time. I never charge hourly for my work just because like, I oh my God, I just think back to this thing my sister told me once. Um, My sister also has her own creative business and she did this webinar and they talked about, they kind of gave this analogy about why it's bad to charge hourly. And it went like this. So you have Picasso who's a very famous painter and he paints something in five minutes and a woman comes up to him and says I want to buy that how much is it? He says ten thousand dollars and the woman says well it only took you five minutes to do that how the heck can you charge me ten thousand dollars and he responds well it's taken me ten years to be able to produce this quality of work in five minutes and that to me is the epiphany of the reason of why I don't charge hourly I charge on value most importantly and on experience because I've been sort of doing this and you know refining my skills for the past four years and this means that my process is getting faster and faster so it doesn't make sense to charge hourly because someone who is you know a lot slower than me who's maybe just starting out or who's just generally a little bit slower in their process would be making more money and someone who's extremely advanced and you know could maybe do a whole logo and a whole branding suite in a day um, you know wouldn't really be making the same so that's how I decide on my pricing is value experience and time so let's jump to another question How do you motivate yourself to start working while at home? This is really interesting because a lot of us are experiencing this right now um, with so many businesses shutting down and people being forced to work from home. I think what motivates me is having a routine. So trying to go to bed at the same time every night and setting my alarm in the morning And trust me, I am, I really should take my own advice because my bedtime has been really off the trails lately. I've been going to bed at crazy hours, but that's beside the point. If I was in a perfect world, (laughs) let's just say that I would go to bed pretty early, wake up, you know, as early as I could. Usually I like to wake up at 5.30 or 6, Um, you know, have your morning routine. I think routine is probably the highlight here and what I would probably emphasize for others listening that Um, find it hard to motivate because I guess when you go to work, you do have that routine of getting up, getting ready, having breakfast, putting your, you know, uniform on or your work outfit and heading off to work. So I try to sort of do the same with, you know, having a shower, putting some nice clothes on, even putting a bit of makeup on, even though I'm not leaving the house, it sort of helps me to feel a little bit more put together Um, obviously I try to just leave my phone like somewhere far away from me on do not disturb because that can just be a really bad distraction and sort of hinder your motivation. So just turn your phone away, put some nice clothes on and just get, just try to get stuck into it. Like this is a really hard one, but it does take time I think to build up that motivation of working from home. Um... Struggles with working in a small studio apartment and goals for a future studio space. I mean, the honestly, it's not that bad working in my um, apartment. For those of you who don't know, I do live in a small one by one apartment. It's not technically a studio because studio means that there is no separate bedroom. But we are lucky that we have a separate bedroom. So it's a one by one apartment. And... My sort of desk area is in the living room. It's like a little built-in study nook. Um, To me, there's no issues. I find it fine. Like the small space doesn't really hinder my process and my work. Um, The only thing though is I do want to start selling things online soon. And for that, you know, you need to have more space to store those things, to be able to package up items Um, I would love like one big huge desk one day where I just have that as like my packaging desk where I can have, you know, all of my boxes, tissue papers, stickers, thank you cards, all of that sort of lined up and ready to go for a really smooth process. So my future goals for a studio space would definitely be having a whole room to myself in a future house. I think I did have another question about if i wanted to one day work in an office let me try to find it oh yeah so someone did also ask would you like to have an office one day or do you prefer to work from home so i'm going to tie in these two questions because i mean i have gone back and forth a little bit about this in the past but since working from home since about january honestly i love it like it's so good to be able to just make my coffee in my kitchen um <clears throat> you know I don't waste time on traveling to and from places every day, save money on fuel. Um, You know, I'm so comfortable in my home. I just, to be honest, I don't, don't think I would get an office unless I did, you know, hire an intern or hire someone. Then maybe that's when I would consider it. But honestly, I love working from home. Somebody asked, what made you want to do graphic design as a career? I think this, I guess I sort of, answered this before but it really just fell into my lap because I did not know what I wanted to do after high school and graphic design was literally the only thing that appealed to me so yeah I guess I just sort of fell into it and I honestly have no regrets I think this is what I was made, to, made meant to do um, so I absolutely love it someone said how coronavirus has affected you, you personally and your business for me, I don't think it's affected me that much personally, apart from obviously being sad of not being able to catch up with friends that much. Like I had two of my close friends celebrate their birthdays, and I was not able to see either of them, which was a bit weird. Obviously, when you're so used to doing that um, every year. In terms of my business, the only way it really affected it was when I had a couple of clients. Um, not able to kind of sign a contract and pay the deposit and like start the project because their own businesses was struggling. Therefore, their income was, um, lessened. Is that a word? Lessened? Um, their income was not as prominent. <laughs> you get what I'm trying to say. Um, but yeah, that's sort of the only way. Um, I'll, I will be honest. It has been positive In other ways, because a lot of my clients right now have reached out to me because they have so much spare time on their hands and they've gone like, oh my God, this is the time that I have now to finally start that project I've always wanted to do. So it's been great that way to have more clients because people have more time on their hands. Someone said, how long do you spend on social media per day? Excluding your marketing time. Look, I could probably pull up my screen time on my iPhone right now and have a look. So let's go into daily average social networking one hour. Oh no, that's today. Oh my God. That's bad. How do I go into the average? All right, here we go. Daily average social media for the day is... Yeah, it's about an hour and a half, I think. Unless I'm looking at this wrong, I don't know. Probably about an hour and a half. Yeah, interesting question. I wish I could, you know, spend less time. But I'm kind of addicted to Instagram, I'm not going to lie. Someone said, some of your favourite designers, how they inspire you. I love this question because I honestly have so many designers that I look up to. Um, I love Abby from... I'm really going to butcher this name. I think it's Wayfarer. Um, I love her. Her logos are so unique and so beautifully crafted. She really focuses on custom font and custom typography, which is something that I'm not the best at. So I really look up to her because she's obviously super good at it. And I honestly just love her Instagram because she she shares so much of like behind the scenes of what she does. Um, She's really helpful to designers like me who, you know, I'm really just starting out. So she offers a lot of help. Um, She has this website where she sells a lot of bundles, templates, um, things that help me make my process smoother. Um, Apart from Abby, I obviously love Jasmine Dowling who I'm sure some of you probably know her. She is... A designer, creative, um, you know calligrapher, illustrator, photographer, all around, just amazing talented lady from uh, Brisbane in Australia. And I love her work because she's so creative. She literally pushes the boundaries of her creativity, creativity with everything she does. And I think her work really has a big influence on a lot of designers creativity. And I inspire that, I mean, I look up to that a lot because I think when you reach a certain stage of your career where you're literally having such a creative influence on other designers, that is like when you know you've made it, I think. <laughs> so cool. Somebody asked, how many clients do you have at the moment? And where are they from? So where like are my clients from? Um, most of my clients so far are honestly... Well the first few were ones that I knew slash met in real life and from there it's honestly become such a snowball of word of mouth. Word of mouth is so valuable. It's literally brought me most majority 95% of my clients this year. Um, so yeah word of mouth is the biggest one. How many clients do you have? Right now I'm working on Oh, I think I have four different projects going on right now. One of them is just in the printing process, though, like the actual design is finished. Um, so, yeah, I have four right now, but I have a few booked in um, next month and June and July as well, which is so, so exciting. So that's pretty much all of the questions. Thank you so much to everyone who did um, ask a question. I didn't answer all of them because I don't want this podcast episode to be so long but yeah I really hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. Um, Next week I will have a guest back on which will be my lovely and beautiful sister who runs her own um, creative business in Mauritius. So it's going to be really interesting I think having a chat with her um, not only about her business but also how you know, being stuck in Perth for longer than expected, how that has sort of impacted her business and herself as well, personally. So, stay tuned for that. Um, if you like the podcast, do subscribe on whatever platform you listen, listen to it on. Um, if you enjoy it to the point of leaving a review, that would be amazing. Um, and I also just want to say a big thank you to everyone who's given feedback to me about the first handful of episodes. You know, most of it has been, you know, really positive and I'm really happy that you guys are enjoying them as much as I'm absolutely loving producing and making them. So yeah, I just can't wait for many, many more episodes. All right. I hope you guys have the loveliest day. Take care of yourself. Try and do something positive and healthy for yourself today. That was very cringy, but I do mean it. I have to go for a walk today because it really does make me happier. All right, bye, guys.